always have a lot of distance that you can go in front of you and beside you and have ideas where you can go to be safe when driving. The same principle holds true when we're in crowded places. Make sure you're keeping you know, an eye on where's the place I can go in front of me and where can I go on either side of me if I need to. This is the best of the week on Relevant Radio. Now, uh, the police chief in Kansas City says that the Super Bowl mass shooting on Wednesday started as a dispute between several people that ended in gunfire. Kansas City Police Chief Stacy Graves held a press conference yesterday on Thursday to uh, update the press on the ongoing investigation, uh, announcing uh, that uh, prosecutors were still working on bringing charges for killing one woman and injuring 22 others. First and foremost... I want to stress that preliminary investigative findings have shown there was no nexus to terrorism or homegrown violent extremism. This appeared to be a dispute between several people that ended in gunfire. The 22 victims age range between 8 years old and 47 years old. At least half of our victims are under the age of 16. It's absolutely uh, so shocking uh, to go from a family event celebrating the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl uh, to uh, listening to gunshots being fired and having to literally run for your life. Tens of thousands of families were on hand uh, for a massive crowd. And uh, how uh, are they and our our country really uh, coping after witnessing uh, another tragic event like that? Uh, Rhonda Stark is joining us live this morning from Canton, Ohio, to talk about uh, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, parade shooting and how parents and kids can cope with another senseless shooting. Rhonda has 24 uh, plus years of experience as a licensed clinical counselor and holds a supervisory status to endorse new graduates for licensure. She is a graduate of Yale University Executive Management Program. Uh, She's uh, a frequent expert guest providing psychological analysis of the news to more than 1,200 radio shows across the country. Good morning, Rhonda. Welcome back to Morning Air. Thanks so much for joining us. And it's great to be back with you, though it's always under these kind of sad circumstances. You know, first of all, I wanted to get your, you know, professional experience as a, as a clinical counselor. When you heard of yet another uh, tragic shooting, uh, this time at a joyous uh, Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade celebration, what was your reaction? Well, probably the same as as you and and most of the listeners is we were surprised when we first hear about these children uh, right away to hear that there would be 11 children um, under the age of 15. And we look at that and it's not, you know, you hear a lot of terrible news, but when you hear about this young group of children involved, um, I think a lot of people went to the the TV or to their news article right away because we want to figure out why and how and who would ever do this uh, with a group of children. When we go to a parade, whether it's at Disney World or our local parade, um, we always, you know, we know there's going to be probably about half the people there are going to be children because parades are really for families. And so the first thought that I had was much the same as you is, who are these people that would do this? And and where do they come from? What would lead them to do this? Um, We all grasp for understanding in these circumstances. We all want to know why, like, how can this be? And so I think a lot of um, the listeners today, as they talk with their their young children about this and their spouses and, and their families and just, you know, wanting to understand it, most 
events that you go to, such as soccer or cheerleading or any kind of event that have small children, you'll see the 17-year-olds, 18-year-olds all, you know, kind of taking good care of the little ones and, you know, looking out for them, talking about, you know, how sweet they are, how fun they are, how precious they are. And when you hear that it was uh, two juveniles that are still being held at this point and you hear about uh, the 11 individuals that uh, went to the Mercy Children's Hospital in Kansas City, you have to try to think where and how did this happen. Um, many of the listeners, you know, these are families that they go to church on the weekends. They have dinners um, at a table um, with all of the members of the family present. Um, they come from situations where this type of, of shooter would never come from um, because when you have your place of belonging and you have that family unit, um, you have uh, at least one parent or grandparent intact at home taking care of you. Um, that's not what we're likely to see unfold when they release the backgrounds at some point of these shooters. The type of person that would do something like this um, is definitely someone from a neighborhood that may be um, just chaotic or uh, not, like disorganized, not a lot of community events happening in that in that neighborhood that that person would be involved in from a family where there's a lot of dysfunction very likely um, from a place where there's one or two parents with alcohol or drug issues um, it's something that like that that would be the background what I'm presenting is just the most likely scenario um, from mental health field of, of what these two possible shooters uh, would have come from well Rhonda we now know that the, the shooting uh, was the result of uh of a dispute uh, amongst themselves yeah. and uh, yeah. but you got to wonder you know how could anybody do something like that at such right. a joyous celebration with hundreds of thousands of Chiefs fans and all these families on hand and have so little regard uh, for human life? I mean, whatever argument it is, you know, if you're shooting into the air, people are going to die. People are going to get hurt. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when they stated that one of the shooters even was like spinning around turning while doing it. So clearly in their peripheral vision would not have even known um, who was being shot at. And so definitely, and that's where we try to understand, um, you know, our minds have anxiety until we start to get an understanding. And right now our country is reeling with this event that was supposed to be celebration and joy. And now instead there's anxiety. And when you see um, anything about this in the media or friends are talking, about it, you get anxiety. So um, one thing I always hope to do is to try to bring a little bit of peace, if we can, in these these circumstances to the listeners, and to try to start to understand what you know that the. the Two people that are still being held, if they're the ones that have done this, they don't come from a place that you do or that I do or that that most of these listeners do. And so it's a a circumstance of a person that doesn't have that same compassion and love for, for families and children and those natural instincts that God gives us. It's likely people that don't have those. And you know, alcohol, drugs, all kinds of circumstances can cause people not to retain a strong sense of what God made us all with, with those feelings that we have toward others. And um, so it's just starting to bring a little understanding to that and helping the parents at home that their children may ask or the next parade or crowded event that comes up, the children may ask, you know, their parents will remember what happened at that Kansas City parade, you know, after the the football, the Super Bowl victory. Um, you know, are we 
safe, mom? Are we safe, dad? And helping those parents to have those conversations with the kids about it. Um, And even if they're in passing this morning or on the way to school, ask about it. And really the best thing to do is for the parent to make sure that they're calm when they talk about it because our children pick up on, um, you know, if we're talking very speedily because we're nervous or if we're sweating when we're talking, they kind of sense that. Um, So if our vitals or, you know, our heart rate is up, our kids are going to perceive that. So I always want parents to be as calm as they can. Like don't come from from hearing uh, the news story, being upset yourself, and then going and talking to your child. Rather, make certain that you, you know, deep breathe and calm down and come from a place of peace. Um, maybe after you do your morning rosary, after you do your devotion, uh, go at that time and talk to your child calmly and explain and don't over explain. Um, some parents, you know, they want to console and just, you know, hug tightly and, and just over console their child. But we don't want to do that either because it it creates in a child's mind the idea that this must be really something really, really bad. It's out of control and they get a little nervous about that. So we come from a place of calmness. We just answer any questions they have. If there are any kind of mental health or developmental issues the child is going through, um, we consider that when we're answering the questions. We modify what we say based on that and we try to keep it brief and we always encourage these uh, these young children, make sure that you get through the story. If, if it's something that they know a whole lot about, make sure you get through the story with them four times, you know, not just one, but four times in a casual way. So especially for those in Kansas City area that are listeners, if you, of course, you would have a friend or a family member or someone from your church that was at the event, if you have some relationship or connection, make sure that you get to talk to a family or friend and talk through this at least four times because you need your heart to be able to, you know, feel those feelings that you have and you want to talk about what happened before, during, and after to someone close to you so that you can get through it in the most healthy way you can individually. And Rhonda, as um, I saw what was happening in in real time. I happened to switch on the TV and and catch all of the coverage. I couldn't help but think to myself uh, of uh, my own child uh, a few years back in 2016 when my son was eight years old. I took him to the Chicago Cubs World Series Championship Parade with about five million people uh, on hand uh, in in Chicago's lakefront. And, you know, you, you just can't even imagine, you know, going to a celebration like that where it's supposed to be fun and joy and you're picking up confetti and you're getting souvenirs and you're having a good time. And then all of a sudden it all breaks out and a gunshot's firing and you're running for your life. And that's, that's all I could think of as a parent, just how upsetting it must be for any parent uh, that was at that uh, rally, uh, anybody that was affected. Yes. And like you said, you think back to similar circumstances that you were in with your children and you, you just think about, you know, this, if it happened then, it could have been anywhere, what would you do? Or what if your child, you know, has that same thought? Like, hey, Dad, guess what? You know, I guess I keep thinking about when we went to that event. Um, wow, you know, I'm glad we're okay. And, and is there, you know, is there anything that we could do if we went again to be safe? And those are conversations that have answers. And in some of those situations, um, you know, I always let my children know. My children, you know, they're growing up, right? They're teenagers and, and one is a young adult now. Um, Um, We still have these conversations of what you do if you're in that situation. Um, Anytime there's a very crowded place, you want to 
let your kids know, hey, just just in case anything happens, what you know here, do you see that pole over there? Do you see that um, little place where you can get a hot dog? That's where we're going to meet. If that's a good, you know, if that looks like a safe place, that's where we're going to go. You always want to have, and of course, you're grabbing your kids and going in a direction of safety. But if for some reason you get separated, you know, when you, a quick story, but when you take driving classes, um, and, and for example, the state of Florida, they teach you always have a lot of distance that you can go in front of you and beside you and have ideas where you can go to be safe when driving. The same principle holds true when we're in crowded places. Make sure you're keeping, you know, an eye on where's the place I can go in front of me and where can I go on either side of me if I need to. And as a parent of their young children, keep that in mind as they become teenagers and go places themselves. It's always a good idea not, you know, not to think too much about it, but just very quickly when you go to a place like that, get that in mind. And that gives individuals a sense of control and confidence when they enter those situations. Rhonda, your final thoughts. My final thoughts are, um, if you're feeling anxiety today, um, go to childrensmercy.org website. They did a beautiful job in um, setting up a way for everyone, no matter who you are, to get through the situation. If you're in California, if you're in Kansas City, wherever, they have great guidelines. Additionally, there are two things I encourage parents to do. Uh, there is a place you can hit a tab that says send a message at childrensmercy.org. You can send a message to the children or the family. And it's free. All you do is hit that little tab, send an inspirational message. It'll put your children in a place where they feel like they did something to help these families. And um, it's, you know, in times like this, we all want to be able to do something. There's also the emergency fund button as well. But um, I encourage people just to send the message. Well, Rhonda, we um, are united in prayer uh, for uh, the good people of, of Kansas City and in a special way uh, for uh, Lisa Lopez Galvin, the, the, the mother of two uh, who, who died, a Catholic, a local radio DJ. Thank you uh, so much for, for being with us. Really appreciate uh, your expert uh, perspective. Thank you. Like what you just heard? Share it with your family and friends. And thanks for listening.